All right, I feel the need to do this. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Who knows, this? Who knows the movie? They go to the bridge of death, and the man says, those who would cross the bridge of death must answer me these questions three ere the other side. He sees, and one of the series of questions is, what is your name? What is your quest? What is the capital of Assyria? And if they had known the book of Jonah, they would have known the answer. The capital of Assyria is Nineveh. It was that great and lovely, lovely city, think Gotham. Okay, so brief history and then we're going to move on quickly. The Assyrians were not nice people. If you've heard of the ten lost tribes of Israel, they were lost because of the Assyrians. The Assyrians came in and wiped out the whole northern kingdom of Israel ten tribes. Put them off. You've heard of the, the diaspora of the Jews. That's because of the Assyrians. Israel did not like the Assyrians. And Nineveh was the capital. So God says to Jonah, Jonah, go to that great city and proclaim the word that I'm going to give to you. And what does Jonah do? Jonah does what every great prophet does. Instead of going east by land, he goes west by sea. And then a great storm comes up, and the people are saying, God is mad at something, and Jonah says, oh, that would be me. So they throw him over the side of the boat. He gets swallowed by a great fish. Doesn't say whale, says great fish. And three days later, he gets spit out on the shore, and God says again, okay, second time, let's try this again. Jonah says, all right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. So he goes to Nineveh, and, and I love what Mary did with the big heart. God said, like, no, that was not the message, okay? The message was 40 days and you're going to glow in the dark, okay? Have a nice day. It wasn't, if you don't repent, you're going to get wiped out. It was an unequivocal, you've been bad, you're going to get it. 40 days, that was it. And, and you know what language he spoke? Jonah, he's a member of the... Hebrew people, what language do you think he spoke? I'm trying to give you the answers here. Hebrew. What language do the Assyrian people speak? Give you a hint. It's not Hebrew. So you got this crazy guy who, you know, if you believe the story at all, he's got to look not at his best. And, and he's speaking, and, and in Hebrew, it's five words. That's it, five words. 40 days, you're going to get nuked. Have a nice day. And what happens is they all say, oh, we just completely wiped out 10 of their 12 tribes. Their God's obviously a total wimp because their God didn't protect them from us. But now that this one crazy guy shows up and tells us we're going to get destroyed in 40 days, guess what we're going to do? Wow, everybody repents. This is a great story. Everybody, even down to the cattle. The cattle are wearing sackcloth and ashes. Okay, this is, a, this is big repentance. Yeah, that's exactly right. If this isn't a fish story, I don't know what it is. Okay, so everybody repents and God says, didn't see that coming. But you know, as long as they're going to change their ways, 
Okay. You get a pass. Good for you. And then what does Jonah do? Anybody remember this? We don't read this part because this is not so good. What, how does Jonah feel after God spares the Ninevites, the sworn enemy of Israel? He's ticked off. He's mad as heck. He wants to do what, you know, it's the Hurt Locker was a really incredibly complex moral movie. You know, it was just a morally complex movie made like, what, $13 million? American Sniper, ain't much ambiguity there. Hey, these guys are bad, you kill them. How much did that make in the first weekend? $112 million. We like to see those who need to get it in the neck, get it in the neck. This is not something that's unique to Jonah. This is something that we feel very deep down, don't we? I mean, I want you to think about if some country had come in and everything west of the Mississippi was now gone. And then you were given the task to go and say, okay, preach to those people. You're like, I don't want to do that. And then if you go there, and then they repent, and, and the message was, God says, I'm going to wipe them out. You're like, yes! And then God doesn't do it because they repent. You're like, you know, seriously? God loves everybody. And God's call is hard. I'm sorry, but it just is. Anybody... You know, we, we look at Isaiah, and Isaiah is, you know, you, you come to Isaiah, and, and I, who shall I send? And Isaiah says, here I am, send me. Which other prophet in all of Scripture says this? This is an easy one. That's it. Nobody. Nobody else says this. Moses, oh, I'm slow of speech. You got the wrong guy. It's like, that, it's like that picture I like the far side. It's, you see this, these, these two bears are, are, are sitting next to one another, and one of them's got this great big bullseye right on the middle of its chest, and he's going, he's pointing to the one sitting next to him. You know, that's what we do. It's like, choose someone else. Choose someone else. I don't want this job. Who does? Really? We've got an annual meeting coming up, and we've got a nominating slate, and boy, I tell you, there are a lot of vacancies. And, you know, who, who's going to do it? We are, in many ways, we are in the belly of the fish. We are in the belly of the fish right now. We need to get spit up on the land and then go do what we're supposed to do. Here's the good news. Our city... It's not Nineveh, it's Laguna Beach. As all things go, that's a pretty easy place to go. You know, you can sit by the water. And it's not even that we're, we have to be that eloquent. But we have to go someplace and do some things that we probably don't want to go. because, You know, June and I had a lovely lunch. And we were talking about why in the world, with all the assets and the gifts that this church has, and the spirit of this church is amazing, people. It really is. I mean, if you paid attention during the prayers of the people, even if you didn't know the people, the concern is real. 
the belief that prayer makes a difference is not something we say with our lips, it's something we live with our lives. It makes a difference. And there's not a lot of places that are that way. We are a weird, funky place. God love us. But we are called to go to our Nineveh. It may be Lake Forest, it may be Irvine, it may be Laguna Beach, it may be Long Beach, but it's, you know, these places on the overall scheme of things are not so bad. And here's the great message of the story. When you finally get that little call, you ain't going to like it. You're not going to want to do it. You are not going to want to go automatically. And this is why we have the other scripture. For God alone, my soul waits in silence. We need a time to just let everything filter away. As long as we are surrounded by noise, we will never allow the call that God has given each of us to be heard. We cannot respond the way God calls us to respond if we are so busy that we don't make time to be still. To be still. Sometimes, you know, I love what the Buddha says, don't just do something, sit there. You know, it's the opposite of what we do. Because sometimes what we need to do is we need to sit there and listen. What is God? And I got to tell you, I, I, my, you know, I, I can preach this sermon because this story, if you look in my office, I got Jonah and a whale everywhere in my office. You know, this was me. You know, eighth grade, it's like, you know, confirmation classes, like my heart says, you're called the ordained ministry. Uh-uh, no way. Uh-uh, no. Don't want to do that. But you know what? Hey, I'll study theology. I'll go to grad school. I'll get a doctorate and I'll teach. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Guess what? God has more time. And God has more fish. No matter how far you run, ultimately, you end up in the water. You do. And if you're lucky, you get swollen up by a fish for three days. You got to love that. And you get spit out on the shore. And like, all right. I'm not happy about this, but all right. Do we want to get swallowed up? Have we been swallowed up? What are we prepared to do as a church? Because i got to tell you, the message that we have is not you're going to get destroyed in 40 days, but it's exactly the message that Mary LaRusso did. It's that big heart. God loves you. I mean, Doug and I will talk, and, and, and Doug will say, why don't you know, the people that show up with 250 strong on Christmas Eve, why don't they come back? I don't have an answer to that. But I know that God doesn't say, well, okay, you tried, so it's time to give up. I don't think so. When we do this, we need to prepare to be uncomfortable. Every transformation article you will read will say the very first step is prepare to be uncomfortable. If you want to be comfortable a year from now, you will look exactly the way you do. You may have packed on a couple more pounds, 
But if you're going to lose some weight, you don't just diet because diets don't work. You have to make a lifestyle change, right? A lifestyle change will make you uncomfortable until you get used to it. But if you want to be someplace different a year from now, prepare to be uncomfortable and prepare to get your mind around it and make your goals front and center. Be still and know that I am God. We've got a couple task forces going on right now who are looking at how do we simplify our structure so that we don't burn everybody out and we're more efficient. And then where do we need to go in our leadership? we got these two things we're working on right now. We were working on these during Christmas. That is the stupidest thing we've ever done. And yet we felt like we needed to do it. But now we're moving forward, and we're going to do this. We have all been called like Jonah. How are we going to respond? It's up to us. The good news about Jonah is that eventually he goes... And he gets to see the grace of God, and he doesn't like it. Because Nineveh is spared, God puts up a plant to shade him, and then the next day a worm comes and eats the plant and it dies. And he's more upset that the plant that was shading him is dead than that Nineveh got spared. And God says, you know, um, you didn't labor for that plant, and that was only there for 24 hours. If you're going to grieve over a plant, don't you think I have the right to grieve over Nineveh? And if, if Nineveh changes its heart, don't you think we should rejoice? That's who we are. We like American Sniper because it feels good when the bad guys get theirs. But the strange thing to God, there are no bad guys. They're just people that have yet to be redeemed and to turn and face a new direction. And who are we to say that they never will? Who are we to say that? I don't expect you to like this sermon. I'm not sure I like it myself. <laughs> Amen. Thought-provoking. But if we can be Jonah, and at least say, all right, I'll do it, and then maybe we can even go one step further and when we see the transformation, we can say, hallelujah, praise God, amen.